The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Born to be Breastfed with your host, Marie Biancuso. Our program aims to help you bust through the breastfeeding myths and ensure you and your baby enjoy the breastfeeding journey. Over the next hour, we'll help you figure out how to overcome the obstacles you might encounter and how to incorporate breastfeeding into your busy life. Now, here is your host, Marie Biancuso. Hi, everyone. I'm Marie Biancuto. I'm your host for Born to be Breastfed. Thank you so much for joining me today on what is, for me, a very cold winter day. Winter always makes you sort of think about the holiday season, doesn't it? All right, so maybe if you're in San Diego or Phoenix, maybe not so much so. I am currently at my mother's house just south of Rochester, New York, and I can tell you that it was a very brisk 21 degrees this morning when I took a little walk over to our neighborhood grocery store, and I was also seeing all the kinds of things that make you feel like holiday. You know, there's the the decorations, and there's the guy out ringing the bell for the... um, Uh, Salvation Army, and there's uh, all the foods and all the stuff going on. I know this makes you feel like holiday, yes? Okay. Well, then, if it makes you feel like holiday, I think we should get to holiday. And by the way, speaking of holiday, one of the things that happens is that we have holly sometimes uh, at this season. And I would just like to say that sometimes people dedicate a book to somebody or dedicate a something or other to somebody. I'm going to dedicate this show to a woman named Holly who delivered her baby this afternoon just before 2 o'clock. And she uh, formula fed her previous baby and she is breastfeeding this baby. So congratulations, Holly. All of my efforts tonight go out to you and congratulations on your baby if you're listening. I hope you're listening by now. So let's talk a little bit about what holidays are. Well, you know, holidays are an important time to celebrate and they should be joyful. But I don't know about you, sometimes I feel like it's just an endless to-do list and Sometimes I find myself a little stressed out. Maybe you feel that way too. And that's not good for you. It's not good for your baby. So beyond that to-do list, the breastfeeding mother can find herself dealing with a number of issues that she probably wouldn't be facing at non-holiday times. So what are the issues you're finding yourself faced with now? If you're a new mother... This may be the first time that you've had to juggle all of the responsibilities of taking care of a baby with the responsibilities of the extra cooking and the extended travel. Maybe that's the first time that you've had to think about nursing in public. Now, if you're the mother of a toddler or an older child, you may 
dread uh, some of the hubbub of what all goes on. Uh, but you know you've done it before, so you can do it again. So what I'm really hoping to do today is to help you to identify the issues that you might find yourself facing and then maybe help you to generate some options so that you can deal with those issues. And finally, pick some things that make sense for you. Because it doesn't matter if it makes sense for me, okay? I'm not you, and I don't have your baby, and I don't have your family. And Lord knows I got my own family, which is kind of crazy enough. So let's start with what could be those issues. To me, one of the first things that you need to ask yourself is, what are you doing for the holiday or holidays? Are you planning to stay home or are you planning to go away? Are you planning to nurse or pump or both? And how about this? Uh, what are the issues with pumping in front of relatives? It may seem like it's okay if it's your sister or your cousin, but how about Uncle Wilbur? Is that going to work so well? How are you going to feel? Uh, how's he going to feel? Really kind of got to think about this. Uh, what about shopping? All right. I know that a lot of us do online shopping these days. Heaven knows I do. But, you know, there are some things you just kind of have to go to the mall for. And then there's also the fact that if you go to the mall, you go with friends, or you go with family, and it's kind of like more than just shopping for gifts. Uh, my husband always used to say about my mother, he said, for her, it's not whether or not she finds the gift or the prize. For her, it's about the hunt. So there again, maybe maybe you're thinking about, okay, so how am I going to manage the nursing and going to the mall? Maybe you're thinking about gifts for yourself. And if so, aren't there just a bunch of little doodads you kind of wish you had? I bet so. Here's the other thing. If you're traveling, have you really thought about packing? I mean, really seriously, really serious packing. I want you to think about that because there are some things that I think you might want to slide in your bag that you may or may not have immediately handy for yourself. So think about that and just kind of like get your head together with a bunch of these things. So today, basically, I'm going to talk about, yes, that one that I just mentioned, packing, staying home or traveling. And by the way, I'm not going to address air travel today. Uh, we've talked about air travel a couple of different times on this show this year in a different vein. And next year, excuse me, next week, I'm going to really talk about kind of the nitty gritty of how to do it. Uh, some special activities. Uh, I'm thinking about going out on the town. I'm thinking about mm, what about those foods that Aunt Hilda made that you're not altogether sure if those will agree with you. Gifts to buy or gifts to give. And maybe a little bit about comfort and privacy if we get that far. All right then. So let's talk a little bit about whether or not you're going to stay in or 
travel out. That's sort of the whole the whole in and out piece. All right. Well, here's the thing. If you stay home, you're going to avoid a lot of problems, probably. At least you're going to avoid the travel problems. Uh, I remember that my sister, who doesn't travel very much anymore, I said something about how nice it would be to go to San Diego, which of course for us is the other side of the country. Yeah, she said, I would love to be there. I just don't want to travel there. It's like, beam me up, Scotty. All right. Well, if you feel that way, one of the things that you might ask yourself is, is this a, a time that maybe you really could stay at home? I think that parents don't think about that so much. What they think about is they've typically been together for a while and then they go to the parent's house or the sister's house or the brother-in-law's house or whatever it is. And nobody just calls a halt and says, you know what? I've got a new baby. I'm not altogether sure that I want to be doing this. I'm not sure I want to travel. And then you sort of go on the guilt trip and you say to yourself, Uh, No, we really should do this. We always do this. Everybody expects us to do this. Wait, rethink that a minute. Why don't you ask yourself, hmm, might this be an opportunity to say, hey, you know what? This year we've got the new baby, blah, 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 blah. Because here's the thing. The baby might be really little right now, but this is a great opportunity to change the paradigm. What do I mean by that? All right, show me one kid in the whole world that doesn't want to be in his own home. I didn't like going other places when I was a kid. I liked it best if my parents would leave me home. And interestingly enough, my husband and I have had that conversation too. He said, I always hated going to my grandparents' I didn't have grandparents to go to, so that took care of that. But he said, yeah, I said, we always had to go to the grandparents because that's what we always did. But I wanted to be home and play with my own toys. Think about that. And I think it's harder, really, to make that switch when the baby gets older. So think about if this is a possibility for you. And if so, then nursing at home might really be a good thing to do. You don't have to deal with some of those privacy issues. I mean, you do, but you don't. It's in your own home. You're on your own turf. Let me tell you one of the downsides, though, about being at home is that you may then feel that you need to be the hostess with the mostest, that you've got to bake the food and the cookies and the whatever it is you're having. Well, maybe that's another thing that you can negotiate with yourself or with your family. First of all, let's say you really like doing all that stuff. All right, that's great, but try not to make anything that really requires careful watching. Certainly, it's easier if you're breastfeeding a baby than if you're bottle feeding a baby, because at least you have a hand that you can stir the gravy, all right? But it's still, you got to really watch the gravy. So it may well be that you can perhaps talk somebody into doing the food prep and you provide the home. Now, this is not a bad deal, so don't feel bad about that. For example, um, you might say, you know what, this year 
we'd really like to stay at home. I'm going to provide the home and I will provide all of the beverages or the beers or whatever whatever you're having, whatever you usually have that's easy that you can buy at the store, the coffee, the whatever, okay? If you can buy it at the store, you can provide it very easily. And then ask other people to bring in stuff. And by the way, paper plates and those foil thingies are great. You can trash it all when you get done. The other piece that you really might want to think about is, uh, can you have what my friend calls a dessert theater? Um, not really sure where the theater part comes in. But sometimes I've done that as well, that we kind of have our own holiday meal. And then later in the day, there is a bunch of desserts that maybe I make but then everybody can bring a dessert and then we can have 15 different kinds of dessert to choose from. And you know, honestly, that's really not such a bad deal, okay? I can roll out five pie crusts, no problem. Fill them, make a mess, and then I'm done. But at least it's just one thing. So really try to think about alternatives that might keep you in a place where you want to be. And then nursing isn't as big of a deal, isn't as big of uh, an issue to deal with and also, the other piece is that it really sets the precedent for keeping your child and your family at, at, in your own home, which I know the baby's too little to talk now, but that might be something that might be important to him later on. Okay, that was a lot of advice from an old lady, but hope it was helpful. I'm Marie Biancuto. I'm your host for Born to be Breastfed. Don't go back. Don't go away. We'll be right back. And- Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. What's the weirdest place I've ever done it? Probably at my niece's high school musical during intermission. I've done it on an airplane. In our minivan while his mother was driving. Hi, Mom. What's the weirdest place I've ever pumped? Probably the car dealership. In the bathroom at my sister's wedding. Finding a good place to pump can be hard. Donating breast milk is easy. No matter where you've pumped, you'd make a good donor to the Mother's Milk Bank at Austin. Learn how your milk can save lives at milkbank.org slash gooddonor. Breastfeeding Outlook, owned and operated by Marie Biancuzo, is America's premier provider of breastfeeding education. If you're a nurse, lactation consultant, dietitian, midwife, physician, doula, or other professional, Breastfeeding Outlook is your source for SERPs, nursing contact hours, and CEUs to meet your certification or licensure requirements in all 50 states. Join Marie at a seminar in one of many U.S. cities or learn online. Marie has helped thousands to pass the IBLCE exam on the first try, and she can help you too. Call to find out how to get an easy payment plan for Marie's IBLCE exam prep course. And if your hospital is seeking the baby-friendly hospital designation, we can help you with that too through expert training and value-based consultation. We have a variety of packages to meet your needs without breaking your budget. Sign up for a live or online course or inquire about training today. Please visit breastfeedingoutlook.com or call us at 703-787-9894. Evidence for your practice starts here. Visit breastfeedingoutlook.com or call us at 703-787-9894. Do you enjoy listening to Marie Biancuso? Do you think your staff would enjoy listening to Marie? 
As the past president of Baby Friendly USA, Marie currently offers baby-friendly training programs, online only, live only, or a combination of live and online education. If you are tired of listening to a boring lecture in a dark room, watching bullet point slides with a brief chance for questions at the end, come and enjoy a truly interactive learning online or live program with Marie. Call Marie today at 703-787-9894 to find an option that works for your staff. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. You're listening to Born to be Breastfed. To reach Marie Biancuso or her guest on today's program, please call 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to radio at borntobebreastfed.com. Now, back to the show. Hi, everyone. I'm Marie Biancuso with Born to be Breastfed. Thank you so much for joining me. Now, before we went to break, I was talking about some of the issues that you might face that are sort of holiday things that you wouldn't necessarily be facing and do impact on nursing. And then I talked a little bit about if you could do the stay-at-home thing versus the travel thing. So now I'm going to lay out some other stuff for you as well. And that is, how about what are you going to do in terms of pumping or nursing? Let's look a little bit at the pros and the cons. All right, let's start with nursing because that's the norm. First of all, I don't care how good of a pump you've got. The baby empties the the breast and gets the milk better than any pump in the whole world. Okay? And most definitely, if you ask the baby, he's going to vote for this option. He thinks this is a great idea. So nursing your baby directly at your breast is the most advantageous from the standpoint of efficacy, convenience, safety, cleanliness, just about anything you want to name. I do want to just point out, though, one of the things that sometimes happens with all of the holiday hubbub is that you tend to put off nursing your baby. You say, oh, just another minute or just another two minutes. And you know what? If it was really just another minute or another two minutes, it really wouldn't matter. But somehow those two minutes turn into bigger minutes. And you know where I'm going with this. The problem is that you really didn't get to it quite as soon as you need to. And I see that that happens to people when they're somehow out of their usual, you know, mode, so to speak. And I just want to alert you. I don't want to frighten you, but I do want to alert you. If you start to feel something in your breast that feels a little bit like a little hot spot or a little tiny itty bitty bumpy thing, that just might be that you're starting to get a plugged duct. Or sometimes it's called a blocked duct. Um occluded duct, uh, a couple of other, I've heard caked duct, it's all the same thing, all right? And I'm not saying you will get this, I'm just saying be alert to it. And if you see that sort of hot spot, it might be just a little pink, it might be a little tender, make sure that you get really, really like on top of getting that breast drained. So that's that's important. Okay, 
So what about the cons of actually nursing your baby at, during the holiday season? Well, it's not really about the holiday season. It's that you're kind of starting to worry about compromising comfort and safety, excuse me, comfort and privacy in the environment that you're in. And we can talk a little bit about how to overcome that. But in in terms of just naming some of the downside here, that's one of the downsides of nursing. Uh, the other pr- problem, though, is that um, all of the 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 worries are all gone about the storage and things. So actually, that's a that's a pro. Sorry, I was on the I was a little behind myself. I feel like I'm getting a little bit of that holiday goofiness here. Um, if you are nursing the baby, you will not have any of that paraphernalia to lug around, which is a great thing. There's nothing to wash. And as I uh, just said, all the worries about storing the milk, safety or convenience, non-existent, non-issue. Okay, well, how about pumping or even hand expressing? Let's look at the pros and the cons. Okay, well, if it's the pro, it's really good if you're planning to spend any substantial time away from your baby. So expressing your milk is what you're going to want to do if you're going to be away from the baby for more than a few hours. Now, it depends on how old your baby is. If your baby's really, really little, then it's going to be two or three hours. If your baby is older, it could easily be four hours. You might even be able to stretch it a little bit more. So the the other thing with pumping is this kind of presumes that you will have stored milk so that somebody can be giving him the milk. Okay, what are the cons? Well, one of the cons is the baby is presumably not with you, right? And if that's the case, I would really caution you, think about this a little bit in terms of whether or not you want to leave the baby with a relative. So we can talk about that in a minute. Another clunker for pumping, though, is that you can have parts that get lost or slide down the drain or you can't find them or whatever. I'm thinking, for instance, that that little white membrane thingy. Do you know what I mean? A lot of you have that little white membrane thingy. That can get easily lost in your own dishwasher. And certainly if you're away, it can get lost in somebody else's dishwasher. And by the way, I don't think that there's any law against just washing it out by hand. That's what I would do. Now, you can use one of those charming little steam bag things, but you must be sure that you follow the directions exactly for the exact amount of water or the exact amount of uh, microwave time because that little white membrane thingy will turn into a potato chip if you don't do it correctly. So I would say that is a downside. Make sure you know what you're doing and Personally, I would never want to put that in the microwave unless I had a backup one with me. So backup, never a bad idea. Um, If you're really stuck, you can certainly order one online. But trust me, being prepared is a whole lot better. Okay, so that's at least an overview of 
pumping or nursing pros and cons, you know that at the end of the day, you're the only one that can make that decision. So let's move on to something else. How about shopping? Go? Absolutely. If you like shopping, go for it. Go and enjoy. I would caution you, however, avoid staying too long. You might get tired. It might be more than what you thought it was going to be. And also remember that I gave that little warning about a plugged duct, not saying you're going to have it, just saying, you know, don't push it here. Now, if you have a really little baby, in the first couple of months, quite honestly, you can just take them with you. That would be fine because they're probably just going to sleep. I would, however, suggest that if you're going to do that, carry the baby in a sling. And there are tons of sling, sling-like objects, front carriers, back carriers, uh, uh, wraps. I mean, there's just everything that you can use, What whatever whatever you have. The whole idea here is you want to have a hands-free experience. I would also suggest that you call the mall ahead of time and ask where there's a nice lounge where you can nurse. I don't think you'll be surprised to find that in many of the big anchor stores, usually the big anchor stores will have a nice nursing lounge and you can kind of scoot yourself in there that would be terrific. Now, on the other hand, if you're at an outlet mall, maybe not so much so. So be careful. All right, let's talk a little bit about leaving your baby with a relative. Uh, this might not be such a good situation if this is your first venture away from your baby. Remember, it might be the relative's first time with the baby too. And it might be the relative's first time giving the stored milk to the baby. And which, by the way, you're kind of banking on the idea, no pun intended, that that the baby will take the milk okay. And there's a number of reasons why he might not. Not the least of which is just being in an unfamiliar environment or with a, a person that he's unfamiliar with. So you kind of got to think these things through. All right. So I think shopping is fine. How about going out on the town? Fun? Yeah, absolutely. But when you go out of the town, one of the things that you're going to run into right away is, what do I wear? What do I eat? What do I drink? Okay. First of all, if you want to wear some cute, sexy little dress, you just go for it because you're probably going to look as good now as you're ever going to look in terms of, you've got cleavage, girl, okay? But I would also say, try to pick something that is a solid color, or excuse me, not a solid color, but rather is a print. Because if you do have a little leakage, at least it's not going to show. Now, there are a number of things that you can do about leaking. You can have um, just standard breast pads, which would be fine. And I'm going to talk about those a little bit more in a few minutes. But you also can use a product called Lily Pads, and that's L-I-L-Y-P-A-D-Z. If I were wearing a little dress that was really kind of a little maybe more revealing, I would probably go for something like that 
rather than a standard nursing pad. It is, of course, up to you. Uh, lily pads are available online. I think I've seen them in Toys R Us, places like that. I, I'm quite sure that they also are in uh, Amazon.com. What about alcohol? Sure, you can have some. Take it easy. Certainly one drink there is, that you may have. There is a formula that is put out for calibrating how much you can have. I can maybe talk about that just a little bit more on the other side of the break. I'm Marie Biancuso, your host for Born to be Breastfed. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. What's the weirdest place I've ever done it? Probably at my niece's high school musical during intermission. I've done it on an airplane. In our minivan while his mother was driving. Hi, Mom. What's the weirdest place I've ever pumped? Probably the car dealership. In the bathroom at my sister's wedding. Finding a good place to pump can be hard. Donating breast milk is easy. No matter where you've pumped, you'd make a good donor to the Mother's Milk Bank at Austin. Learn how your milk can save lives at milkbank.org slash donor. Do you enjoy listening to Marie Biancuso? Do you think your staff would enjoy listening to Marie? As the past president of Baby Friendly USA, Marie currently offers baby-friendly training programs, online only, live only, or a combination of live and online education. If you are tired of listening to a boring lecture in a dark room, watching bullet point slides with a brief chance for questions at the end, come and enjoy a truly interactive learning online or live program with Marie. Call Marie today at 703-787-9894 to find an option that works for your staff. Breastfeeding Outlook, owned and operated by Marie Biancuso, is America's premier provider of breastfeeding education. If you're a nurse, lactation consultant, dietitian, midwife, physician, doula, or other professional, Breastfeeding Outlook is your source for SERPs, nursing contact hours, and CEUs to meet your certification or licensure requirements in all 50 states. Join Marie at a seminar in one of many U.S. cities or learn online. Marie has helped thousands to pass the IBLCE exam on the first try, and she can help you too. Call to find out how to get an easy payment plan for Marie's IBLCE exam prep course. And if your hospital is seeking the baby-friendly hospital designation, we can help you with that too through expert training and value-based consultation. We have a variety of packages to meet your needs without breaking your budget. Sign up for a live or online course or inquire about training today. Please visit breastfeedingoutlook.com or call us at 703-787-9894. Evidence for your practice starts here. Visit breastfeedingoutlook.com or call us at 703-787-9894. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You're listening to Born to be Breastfed. To reach Marie Biancuso or her guest on today's program, please call 1 866 472 5792. That's 1 866 472 5792. You may also send an email to radio at borntobebreastfed.com. Now, back to the show. Hi, everyone. I'm Marie Biancuto, your host for Born to be Breastfed. You are listening to 
Born to be Breastfed on the Voice America uh, talk radio, health and wellness channel. All right, before we went to break, I was just talking just a little bit about alcohol. And I said, yeah, if your baby is healthy and nursing is going well, you may certainly have an alcoholic drink, unless, of course, there is some good reason, some other reason not to. But I think that the American, excuse me, the Institute of of Medicine has been fairly clear on this since I'm thinking like 1991 was the first time that statement came out. And basically, they have said that uh, there's, if you really want to go there, you can find that they've got a way to calculate it. If you weigh so many kilograms, then you can have so many grams of alcohol, et cetera. But I can tell you with assurance that a glass of wine or a mug of beer here or there isn't a big deal if you keep in mind a few basic principles. First of all, take it easy. Don't chug it down. Just common sense. All right, sip. Certainly, take it with some food. Pick the best time. All righty. Let's say that you're, if you've got a baby who is going to sleep for a big stretch, then that's the time to have your alcohol. Be happy. Alcohol actually has a very short half-life, and so you may very well find that most of it uh, has pretty much dissipated. So that's a, a really good time. If, if the baby's going to go to bed for the night, in all likelihood, uh, the effects of the alcohol will have worn off by the next time the baby nurses. I do want to caution you, though. Watch yourself. First, remember that if you feel woozy, the baby feels woozy. And if you have any concerns, you should talk to your physician. I'm not giving you medical advice. I will tell you, however, that some people feel better when they use one of those little alcohol strip things. And and that's okay, too. So whatever it takes, but don't really feel like you've got to like never have a fun life again just because you're nursing. Okay, I want to move on then to travel. Um, namely, I'm not going to talk about air travel today, but I am going to talk a little bit about car travel. First of all, one of the really good things about car travel is that it's easy to bring everything that you could possibly need for yourself or, or for a baby. And it absolutely avoids all of the craziness of going through security, boarding the plane, blah, 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 blah. Um, however, <laughs> I think this goes without saying, but you really cannot feed the baby while the car is moving, okay? The baby needs to be in his own seat, and you need to be in yours. So that means that you need to plan ahead for how long it's going to take in order to get over the river and through the woods to grandmother's house that you go. Um, figure out how many hours the trip usually takes. So figure out about how many times your baby would usually eat in a three-hour period and add at least 15 minutes for each feeding session. Now, let me just also tell you another thing about car travel because I'm going to talk about packing. I would suggest that you take a carry-on bag in the car. And you're saying, Maria, are you nuts? Uh, carry-on bag is what you take on the plane. Right, I got that. But actually, a carry-on bag 
could be very cool in the car because it, it could be like just a small duffel bag, a gym bag, whatever you have handy. Take in the car uh, out uh, something different from your big suitcase, okay? Something you can have right on the passenger side with you, which would be, I recommend, a change of top at least for yourself. Maybe a whole change of outfit, but definitely a change of shirt or undershirt or tank top or whatever you have and a change of clothes for your baby. The reason is that then if you have all of your stuff packed in a suitcase, then you don't have to mess with getting it out of the trunk and you know, undoing everything. So that's just one of the things that I have learned. Trust me, I travel thousands of miles in a year and um, I like to, even if I'm just taking a car trip, take that carry-on so that I don't have to go sifting through my, my suitcase. I think it works pretty well. All right. I want you to take some time to think about packing. How you're going to pack, what you're going to pack, and make yourself a list. And that list needs to sort of start right about now. I have gobs and gobs of notes to myself here. But I think it really boils down to, first of all, packing your own personal items. And by that, I mean what I just talked about. Loose tops, tank tops, etc. Packing what I would call the breastfeeding pump and paraphernalia. And that includes the, the uh, bottles and so forth. And packing for your baby, packing for your baby really needs to include anything related to feeding. Now, for an older baby, for instance, that would be a spoon. So really stop to think about what it is that your baby is having right now and how do you pack that stuff. And also anything to entertain the baby. And he's probably got some brothers and sisters. If so, you know, you've got to keep the crew pretty well entertained because it very well might be a very long car trip. So think about that. All righty. So I try to kind of break it down for you that way, but here's what I'm going to suggest. All right. You kind of know what you need for personal stuff. I especially want to emphasize, and you've heard me say this a couple of times, a loose top as well as a tank top. You can, um, kind of use that tank top to pull it up. And meanwhile, you've got the overshirt, which is works pretty well. The other thing you might want, there's a ton of, of cover-ups that are on the market today. Quite honestly, I think they're going to work better when you're with somebody rather than if you're in the car. So if you're in the car, I'm kind of thinking like a shawl. Uh, I can tell you, I've got a shawl that has gone tens of thousands of miles, and I'm not even breastfeeding. But it's great just to cover up with. It's great to throw over a jacket if I don't have quite the warm enough jacket. Uh, I've used it on an airplane in order to be sort of a blanket. So something like that really is very versatile. And meanwhile, you can always cover up if you pull into the gas station and, oh, by the way, the attendant is, yes, there are still attendants. New Jersey is one of those states. Uh, so think about that. All righty. Let's talk about pumps for a minute. You could certainly have your regular pump or you could have the regular pump's little sister. 
there are some of those uh, pumps that are they're, they're sort of designed for the employed woman, but they also sometimes have a little sister one, which is actually a lot more lightweight. You might want to consider if that might be something you might want to take on a trip. Absolutely pack more Ziploc bags. They're great for breastfeeding stuff, but they're great for all stuff. They will keep your flanges or whatever clean. Absolutely pack those. I talked to you about the little white membrane thingy, which I know that many of you have. Definitely, I would have an extra uh, if I were going on a trip. I'd like you to consider bringing a hand pump. Uh, I really think that hand pumps are very lightweight. They're very easy to manipulate. One that I still think is an absolute winner, and it's been on the market for, oh, I don't know, ages. It's a cylinder pump. I just looked it up before I came on the air. The one that I would suggest is the Cylinder Pump by Amita. It's available on Amazon.com for $34. If you really want something that is really simple, that is it. A couple of parts comes easily apart. No, it, no, it's not as efficient as an electric pump. But you don't have to deal with all of the other stuff. Like, for instance, the batteries. If you are using an automated pump, make sure that you have batteries, extra batteries. Make sure you've got your power adapter and converters if you're going abroad, but we're not talking about that today. Um, all of those things, I'm trying to think here. I'm just looking at my notes to see if there's anything else. I think that kind of covers it. Um, I would also suggest that you might want to use the storage bags rather than the bottles. They might be a little bit easier to handle. I would suggest that you have some sort of a cooler. You can either have a hard side cooler or I've got one of those bag coolers. And I got to tell you, I have seen them keep my ice uh, icy for up to 24 hours, sometimes more. And uh, according to the American excuse me, the Academy of Breastfeeding Medicine, you can keep your milk in there for up to 24 hours. And I totally believe that because, believe me, I have put other stuff that has kept long past that and been really, really cold. So keep that in mind. I would, however, suggest that you bring your, I don't know what they call that ice that's in a, it's its blue and it's kind of a block. Um I like the little ones that I can buy them sometimes for a buck a piece. They work pretty well. The other thing is if you have extra Ziploc bags, like bring a gallon size, uh, that's really good because uh, you can always get ice on the road if you need to. You can stop at McDonald's. Uh, they'll sell you a whole bag of ice. Sometimes I think it's for a dollar. I haven't bought it in a while. But that would be sometimes helpful. Don't forget things like bottles, sippy cups, uh, any of that kind of thing, all of which is important for your baby. So don't forget that stuff. I also want to suggest snacks for your baby, which of course are very uh, age dependent. Think about what you've got that is non-perishable that would pack easily. It might be, for instance, little slices of cheese or whatever the baby likes. Whatever, if he's having solid foods by now, uh, think about that. 
don't forget uh, the sippy cup, the spoon, whatever. And by all means, definitely a bag of things that are fun things for your nursing baby as well as some of your other children. Okay, that's all I have for right now. Don't go away. We'll be right back after this short break. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. What's the weirdest place I've ever done it? Probably at my niece's high school musical during intermission. I've done it on an airplane. In our minivan while his mother was driving. Hi, Mom. What's the weirdest place I've ever pumped? Probably the car dealership. In the bathroom at my sister's wedding. Finding a good place to pump can be hard. Donating breast milk is easy. No matter where you've pumped, you'd make a good donor to the Mother's Milk Bank at Austin. Learn how your milk can save lives at milkbank.org slash donor. Breastfeeding Outlook, owned and operated by Marie Biancuso, is America's premier provider of breastfeeding education. If you're a nurse, lactation consultant, dietitian, midwife, physician, doula, or other professional, Breastfeeding Outlook is your source for SERPs, nursing contact hours, and CEUs to meet your certification or licensure requirements in all 50 states. Join Marie at a seminar in one of many U.S. cities or learn online. Marie has helped thousands to pass the IBLCE exam on the first try, and she can help you too. Call to find out how to get an easy payment plan for Marie's IBLCE exam prep course. And if your hospital is seeking the baby-friendly hospital designation, we can help you with that too through expert training and value-based consultation. We have a variety of packages to meet your needs without breaking your budget. Sign up for a live or online course or inquire about training today. Please visit breastfeedingoutlook.com or call us at 703-787-9894. Evidence for your practice starts here. Visit breastfeedingoutlook.com or call us at 703-787-9894. Do you enjoy listening to Marie Biancuzo? Do you think your staff would enjoy listening to Marie? As the past president of Baby Friendly USA, Marie currently offers baby-friendly training programs, online only, live only, or a combination of live and online education. If you are tired of listening to a boring lecture in a dark room, watching bullet point slides with a brief chance for questions at the end, come and enjoy a truly interactive learning online or live program with Marie. Call Marie today at 703-787-9894 to find an option that works for your staff. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. You're listening to Born to be Breastfed. To reach Marie Biancuso or her guest on today's program, please call 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to radio at borntobebreastfed.com. Now, back to the show. Hi, everyone. Welcome back. I'm Marie Biancuso, your host for Born to be Breastfed. Hey, look, at I want to make sure that you caught that last thing that was, they said just after the uh, commercial break, and that is how to find me. I'm not getting any emails from you guys lately. All right? Let me repeat that. It is radio at borntobebreastfed.com. Dot com. I will repeat that. It's radio 
at borntobebreastfed.com. Also, please visit my website. It's www.borntobebreastfed.com. Ton of stuff on there as related to my previous shows. Don't miss my blog. It's over on the right-hand side there somewhere. I have a blog for almost every show for the last several months. And so sometimes they're just some insights, uh, just some cool stuff that usually pretty short but fun to read, I think. But let me hear from you. I want to know that I'm making a difference. If I'm not making a difference in your life, then I'm not doing my job. So I'd love some feedback. Thanks so much. Radio at borntobebreastfed.com. All right. A couple of things that I forgot to mention, and I realized it at the break. I did not mention the possibility for hand expression. Now, don't cringe when I say that, okay? I'm a big fan of hand expression. As you know, I teach a comprehensive lactation course to IBCLC lactation consultant wannabes. And it's a 90-credit hour course. I teach it all over the country. And one of the things that I spend a fair amount of time talking about is hand expression, the importance of hand expression, and the advantages of hand expression. I just updated my syllabus just a little bit bit ago, and I think I came up with 17 reasons for why hand expression is such a great idea. And let me tell you what's at the top of the list. At the top of the list, you don't have anything to bring, okay? You don't need to worry about the pump or the batteries or the batteries going wonky on you or the the, uh, lightweight little hand pump or anything else. You've got everything you need through hand expression. The other thing I forgot to mention is also, if you are traveling and you're going to a hotel, remember to call ahead and ask if there is a refrigerator in your room. Now, a lot of times there is a refrigerator. Anybody who knows me knows that I stay almost exclusively at the uh, Hilton properties. I'm a Diamond member. I've been a Diamond member for many years. And the Hilton family, of course, is Hilton, Hampton, uh, Homewood, Doubletree, probably a couple that I'm forgetting right now. And very frequently, um, the Homewoods always are a great place for a family to stay because they... uh, have a lot of creature comforts, and but certainly a refrigerator. Hamptons uh, frequently do. I have found that even in a full-service Hilton or a Doubletree, if they don't have a refrigerator, sometimes if I just call down and say, I want a refrigerator, sometimes I get it complimentary. I don't know if maybe that's because I'm a loyal customer I, or because I'm old and gray. I don't know. Um, but it's certainly worth asking. And The um, other thing is sometimes I've had to pay $5. Well, $5 is a pretty small price for a lot of convenience if you're a nursing mother. So really think about those as possible options. And also, remember those Ziploc bags that I told you about? If you've got your gallon Ziploc, you can take a little ice from the uh, hotel before you get on the road in the morning. And then I think I also mentioned, if you just want the whole great big gigundus bag you can uh, stop at a grocery store or McDonald's or any of those places. I want to quick, quick talk a little bit about gifts. And uh, these are just some cool things that I think are worth talking about. I would especially like to mention New Angel, and that's N-U-A-N-G-E-L dot com, who has been our sponsor 
Uh, she has fabulous things there. It's an all-woman-owned business. She is a lactation consultant. She has got bibs, bras, bra extenders, uh, burp pads, changing pads, diapers, biodegradable. How do you like this? Biodegradable breast pads. She has also got something that I think is, this is what I would have. I would have 100% cotton nursing pads. They were, as far as I can tell, her flagship product in 1992, and she is still um, manufacturing those. I'm a big fan of 100% cotton. So there you go. There's a possibility. You can certainly order them online at nuangel.com, or you could actually get them in Walmart as well. Well, I don't know if the Walmart carries the full line, but they do carry the New Angel products. I'd like to mention a couple of other things that um, we had a couple of guests on our show earlier this year or maybe at the end of last year. I'm thinking, for example, of Bosom Buddies. Remember when we had Robin on and she talked about getting a good bra fitting? I'll spell that for you. Robin doesn't own the place, but she might be a fixture there. She told me she had fit 12,000 bras. It's B-O-S-O-M-B-U-D-D-I-E-S dot com. Boozumbuddies.com. They have two stores just outside of Denver, Colorado. I hopped on their website just before I did the live show tonight and noticed uh, this is huge. Wow. I'm, I'm, this is like great news. 20% off their goddess bras. Goddess bras are fabulous and 20% off is a substantial savings. So, you know, nowadays you can create wish lists on the web. If that's something that maybe you would like a relative to buy for you, hey, go for it. I mentioned that little cylinder pump that is 34 bucks by Amita. Uh, you can catch that on Amazon.com. I would also like to mention that we had a guest earlier. It was um, Judy Masucci. Judy is a nursing mother herself, but she started mothersboutique.com. And I was astonished when she was our guest on the third segment of that show. She mentioned products I had not heard of for a nursing mother, and I thought I'd heard of everything. So just wanting to let you know here that that is another place that you could either get a cool gift for somebody that is a nursing mother, or maybe you could ask for that gift yourself. I'll spell Judy's site for you. It's Mother's Boutique, M-O-T-H-E-R-S-B-O-U-T-I-Q-U-E dot com. Uh, so those are some ideas from our guests earlier this year, and I'm sure there are a ton of other ones. Those are just the ones that I thought of first and that I had time for. You've got to know that this, it just always goes way, 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 way too fast. That's all the time that we have today. Please visit my website at borntobebreastfed.com for a preview of what's coming up next week. Next week, I'm going to talk to you a little bit about the nitty gritty of some airline travel, and if you're interested in professional education about uh, breastfeeding and lactation. Remember, I'm your source for evidence-based practice and education on the web and sometimes in your city. I will be in several cities this year. So parents, borntobebreastfed.com, professionals, 
breastfeedingoutlook.com. I'm Marie Biancuto. I promise I'll help you to cut through the myths and clarify the facts about breastfeeding next Monday, same time, same channel. In the meanwhile, remember, your baby was born to be breastfed. Have a great day. Thank you for tuning in this week to Born to be Breastfed. Please join Marie Biancuso next Monday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. This week, do its best for you and your baby.